Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 24th, and we just had everyone's heart stop over uh, bad data from... It seemed like the New York Stock Exchange, um, Exxon, Wells Fargo, Verizon, McDonald's, uh, pumped, dumped, went all over the place. Bad data. Jim Cramer, General Jim Cramer is on going, buy this stock. You should buy this stock. I don't understand why Wells Fargo is at $40. Buy it. Everybody on set is screaming at him. You can't buy it, dude. It's halted. And he's like, buy it. You should buy it. Why shouldn't you? But you should buy it at 40 He's going to be online saying, I told people to buy it at 40 and it was a mistake and it was clearly a mistake. If you didn't get in, it's your own fault. Douchebag. Imagine working for that douche at like a hedge fund or something and he yells at you for not buying it. Ugh. Now, here, here's one point. Sherry in our um, YouTube live, she's joined for the uh, past couple of days. She gets legendary status right now for Faraday Future Intelligence Electric Inc. FFIE. This is a micro cap stock. Um, $450 million in cap, um, market cap. And it's been pumping. Yesterday, she pointed it out to us at 70 cents, 70, 70 cents. Uh, your boy here, uh, the boomer, said, God, when it got to 80 cents, Sherry, just be careful. Just be careful. Well, you know what? Sherry got those diamond hands. She gets legend status. Today, it's at a dollar two. It traded all the way up to a dollar five. And it's still up there. It's trading outside the Bollinger Bands right now at 9.55 in the morning. Absolute legend status. Uh, another one that kind of pump and dump, I think. But I was looking at um, a, a, a YouTube channel called Warrior Trading. on, um, and, and the guy's really popular. Sells courses. Um, has some incredible insights into some stuff. Um, trades options, trades on margin, uh, is very risky in some of the things that he does. INBS, which is Intelligent Bio Solutions, he said he had a 225% gain yesterday. I kind of believe it. Um, it it's, it's a big pump and dump one. Uh, you can see the volume here. Look at that volume all of a sudden. Um, he may have caught that volume. And, and that's this morning um, and yesterday. It's basically three ones. So, uh, again, you can find these. GNS is one that traded all the way up to $6 yesterday. Uh, I watched Zip Trader last night, and he, it went to $6.28 yesterday. It's trading at $5.11 right now. Um, in fact, I may pause this and try and buy some on the way up because I do think that this one gets a pump. I think a lot of these shorts right now are getting pumped up. Um, so GNS is at $4.84. It does have some confirmation on a five-minute chart. Um, so does Faraday. So does a, a lot of these shorts are just getting pumped. Um, best, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond is getting pumped up. He labeled, uh, Zip Trader Charlie said there were three that kind of met his criteria. There was GNS. Um, 
the the only reason they got pumped up was uh, they they announced shorts they're attacking short sellers. Then you have Verb V E R B, which is Verb Technology Company. Uh, he says he likes nouns better. <laughs> I like that joke. Um, but he said Verb is kind of on the same thing. Your ten day volume. 16 million shares. And I'm going to switch over to Active Trader Pro so you can see this. 16 million shares on a 10 day volume. Your 90 day is 3 million shares. So far today, just today, you've got 22 million shares traded. So you've got a, a quite a bit of movement in this stock. Uh, it's on the downside. The Bollinger Bands are high. You don't have any confirmation whatsoever. Make no mistake, this is not a company that you're investing in. This is just a short squeeze play that you're hoping that people can't buy stock and that people will hold on to it. HLBZ. Um, this is a, a scooter company. <clears throat> this is They're losing money. Do not be mistaken. They are up 21% today. Uh, they're trading at 51 cents. Days range is between 39 cents and 52 cents. You've got confirmation on this one. Um, they basically said that they hired the same firm that GNS did. Um, INBS is the same thing. And this is warrior trading. And, and Zip Trader Charlie brought it up. This is a short trade squeeze. Um, right now, you're up 22%. You're at $1.25 on INBS. So I, I do think that you have these short squeezes that are coming into play. Uh, these are companies that are not making money. These are companies basically that have floats that are less, fewer shares um, than what's being traded. And so you're getting this volume pump. Uh, so I think those are, 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 you know, again, FFIE. I don't know exactly know what's going on with FFIE, but it, it's pumping. Um, INBS, GNS, VERB, and HLBZ. He also says watch Mullen. Now, I I've talked about Mullen, how Mullen is a worthless stock. They basically get graphic designers to design cars, throw out those, and it's just a pump and dump. Um, that's all it is. Your 10-day volume is 213 million shares. Your 90-day is 192. So you do have some type of um, pump on this one. Do not be surprised if for some reason Mullen comes out and says, we're looking into short selling as well. And you see this go from 30 cents to 60 cents. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily going to be that way, but it does seem over the past week or so, these short squeezes are getting played. Um, some retail and traders are getting involved again. And essentially, uh, you know, Carvana is one as well. Uh, CVNA, um, which is the sponsor of this podcast, if you listen on Spotify. If it's a different sponsor, let me know. Uh, but Carvana is at $7.11. It's down 1% today. The day range is between $6.91 and $7.56. But this a couple of days ago was down in the $6.30 range. So there's some things out there. Again, this isn't investment. This is basically momentum trading. And you can make money momentum trading. Sometimes it's in options. Sometimes it's in stocks. But just be careful because these guys who tout, uh, like a Warrior Trader, touting all of the money that they made on, 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 on a trade, it's not realistic. You can try and do it. I wouldn't go very large in size. Um, my advice when I usually day, used to day trade was if I can make 10%, I'm perfectly happy. Uh, if I lose 5%, I'm out. And I can get back in. 
you know, you lose 5%, you get back in. Uh, once you see confirmation, take your 10% because you're only risking 5% to make 10%, you know, and, and 10% is just the goal. If all of a sudden you're up 20%, if all of a sudden you're up 50%, if you don't lose that confirmation, don't get out. You know, she, that's why Sherry's legendary status. Um, she, she just, she held it in and, and, and Faraday, let's check it right now. Um, Faraday is at 101. So it's losing some of its steam. I have no doubt in my mind. Sherry's still holding. Uh, she's good like that. So, uh, let's get back to some of the actual business. Verizon announced they were held up in the, um, they had some bad data and ironically, I took a look at my screen and I said, God, Verizon, man, why didn't I buy this? It went all the way up to $45 um, right after earnings. They must have said something on the earnings call. They didn't. It was bad data. And you're looking at this one candle that is between um, $32 and $44. That's a, a huge, enormous move. It's been told by the New York Stock Exchange that it was bad data. So we're not trusting it. Uh, if we do have a cross up, we might have to take a look at it. It doesn't look like we will. Um, right now it's trading at $38. The algorithm got us in at $37, got us out at, at for with a 6% gain just before earnings. But you had this one all the way up at $42. I have no doubt in my mind it's coming back down to this 200 day at $38.77. I think you could put in that buy. But I do think at some point in time this year, uh, that's up at 42. I mean, you know, again, you're in a fairly decent market. You're just getting pulled back a little bit. Uh, there is this gap here between 44 and 45. Some point you fill it. So if you want to buy a, a good company that you don't mind holding on to uh, right at its 200 day uh, value and you get a 6.59% uh, uh, dividend during that time. Uh, Lockheed Martin, LMT is the symbol. They announced there was some funky stuff that went on with this earnings. Uh, they asked him about the uh, current political environment. And the CEO said, yeah, it's mixed. Kind of, you know. And, and he used some other words that I can't really remember. But um, they're, they're, they kind of beat and they were super upbeat, upbeat. Now, you do have this gap here between 453 and 460. Um, if you want to invest, you know, you're at a time of war uh, between Russia and Ukraine. This is a, uh, a defense stock. You're probably going to get a, a raise in the debt ceiling. You're going to get some type of um, uh, increase in defense spending and Lockheed Martin's going to pop. It's got a 2.72% dividend. You're down 10% year to date. And that's because last year was pretty good for the stock. Um, you got a double bottom here, uh, about 380. Your 52-week range is between 365 and 498. You're kind of right in the middle, more on the high side of that, right at 445. Eh, I'm not super excited by it, but I never have been. It's not one that I typically uh, invest in. Uh, one of my core portfolios, and one that's ironically up marginally today, is Apple. Apple is in talks with Disney and other VR content providers uh, signaling a headset release, which could be announced on earnings next week if this is being leaked. Because typically when you leak shit like that, um, a, a product gets sold, a product gets announced. So uh, here you have the 200-day right at 143. 
We haven't crossed the 200 day since October. In October, you crossed it up, but you came right back down. Back in August, you crossed it, you came right back down. But we're on a pretty legendary run. And I got a question yesterday from his, um, a listener. Hey, I, I got into Apple at 120, 127, 125, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, should I sell it? I got my 10%. My guidance to that, that listener was, hey, that's not for me to decide. That's for you to decide. Uh, me, I wouldn't sell Apple. I, I, you know, again, you have to determine the first thing is, is it in a brokerage account or is it in a retirement account? Completely different things. Retirement account, there is no tax implications. You can buy and sell whenever you want. Whenever you want, there is no tax implications until you take that out. If it's in a Roth, there's no tax implications ever because you've paid the taxes going in. So the first thing is, if it's in a brokerage account, then you have to decide, uh, do I want to hold this for a year? Because there's a huge difference between long-term capital gains and short-term capital gains. Short-term capital gains, you are paying your top percentage of whatever um, uh, income bracket you are. Because these are some of the first uh, ones that are the last ones that you pay taxes on. So for instance, if you're in a, um, a 20% tax bracket then, and you're selling this short, then you, you're paying 20% uh, uh, you know, taxes on this. Why not hold it for a long term and only pay 15%? Because the, the 5% that you lose, you, know, you may be able to gain. Again, 120, anything with a 1-2 handle on Apple, I, I think is legendary. I think their earnings come out. I think they do bad. And I think they bounce off this 200-day at 43. But I think they come down to the 130s. I don't think you're coming down to the 120s again. That's my personal opinion. I'm not selling this um, personally. I have a ton of Apple. I am not selling it. I didn't add to it just because I own too much of it. But I'm not selling it. I view this as my piggy bank. And, and you know, with them talking about VR, with them talking about uh, creating different verticals. Um, I, my friend sent me a, uh, a, 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 a picture that says Apple is um, uh, more valuable than all of these 10 other um, S&P companies. And it's like Coke and I think Exxon was in there and stuff like that. Um, and it's all of them combined. And when you break out the divisions of Apple, like the wearables division, I think Apple would have five of the S&P's largest companies if you broke them apart. So they're just a moneymaker. And here you go, uh, increasing one of the verticals with a headset. Uh, here you go. My friend just bought an M2 MacBook, an M2 MacBook Pro. Um, he's getting it today. And the benchmarks on this thing are just incredible. I have the M1. I'm not upgrading because I paid 1500 bucks for this thing. I could probably pay 1300 for today. Um, but I needed it. Got it in last year. Um, and, and I think it's a good buy. And the M2, just a, just an incredible <clears throat> machine. And these guys continue to put out quality materials, quality devices. So I, I'm a big believer in Apple. Um, I think Tim Cook is hanging around until they have a car. And I think they're going to put out the specs for the car. And I think Hyundai and stuff like that. And I think you're going to see this back at $200. Um, I think you're going to see it pump. Uh, another one that I hold, which is a, a big portion of my portfolio, is Amazon. Whether it's in uh, ETFs or something of that sort. Amazon's a huge one. Um, I've, I've got Amazon uh, here at $96. 
right now. Um, you've got a gap down below at, at about 85, 86. Short term, I'd probably look at that gap. Uh, if you're looking long term, add to it. Your earnings are coming up next week, February 2nd. Um, your RSI is high. It's at 61. The, the MACD is crossing down. You, the algorithm had you buy in at 83, which is a great, I mean, $13 on an $83, $83 stock. It's a great, great gain. Um, you don't have a dividend on this. So again, ask yourself, am I holding it long-term? Uh, am I, you know, you had the button hook here. You're starting to get a little button hook here now today. Um, but again, am I holding this long-term or am I holding it short-term? In my mind, anything with an eight handle on this one, great buy. Anything with a nine handle on this one, you're still fine. Um, uh, SOXL, this is our triple levered uh, look at uh, the semiconductor business. It's been on an absolute tear. Uh, here, the algorithm got you in at $10.17 just on January 4th. That's 20 days ago. You're at $14.30. It's a 40% increase. Just in 20 days, 40% in a triple levered ETF. Uh, great, great buy. J&J uh, &J had earnings. This is one that I, I've told you, you can just buy. I mean, I just hold it. It's got a decent dividend. Nothing crazy. It's on the downside uh, of the nine day. It's got this ascending triangle, which it clearly broke. But you're only talking about 178 down to 167. This isn't one that you trade. Their earnings came out. They were okay. Nothing huge. Um, it's down a little bit today, 0.42%. You could pick up some. It's under its 200 day. It's going to be over its 200 day at some point. Um, again, if you're, you're interested in just long-term boring holdings, I mean, you could buy VOO. You could buy any of those. Vanguard 500. Um, stay away from the Johnson Johnson. It's just boring. Um, but it'll make you a good amount of money. It's a good investment. It's better than a savings account. Put it that way. Google, uh, the CEO took it on the chin yesterday when he had an all-employee meeting and they started bitching and complaining about the way people were let go. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Google did a bad thing. Uh, honestly, I think those people are just whiny. Um, it's an employer. They have a right to employ whoever they want. Um, and they don't owe you anything. And for people to complain, well, people were cut off from access. Their managers didn't know. They have 30,000 managers. Imagine including 30,000 people in one decision about who to let go. Um, they went down to, I believe, the director level, which was about 8,000 people. That, to me, is enormous. And if you let, you know, let anything go about you know, who, how many people were being let go, what the determining factor was, you know, you're going to be let go yourself. Um, and you have to cut off people's access. I just went off about it on YouTube. Uh, the reality is Google has insights into my life that I don't want somebody stealing, somebody making public, um, you know, email addresses and things of that sort. I mean, they have a whole host. Uh, you know, imagine if somebody took the authenticator key, um, you know, out of Google's uh, Google stuff and they actually got the, uh, the, 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 the key so that they could replicate uh, Google Authenticator. They'd have access to my car. So I have a problem with that. I have no, well, I should say, I have, I have no problem with them letting people go. 
uh, and basically cutting off access. So 3M, uh, they announced earnings. They're horrible as usual. This company is just poorly run. Um, super, super down day on this one. You're down at 115. Uh, I think this was caught up in the bad, um, bad data because the low is 102. Uh, the high is 122. But it's down at 115, trading at 115 today. I wouldn't get into this one. General Electric is one that reported. This is interesting because they broke out their healthcare. And ever since they broke out their healthcare, this is one that uh, the algorithm on December 21st got you in at $64. You're at $79 today. Uh, it's gone all the way up to 81 You have your button hook. You have your MACD cross down. You have your RSI declining. But the earnings will be a boost on this one, and it probably will continue to grow. Uh, this one, this is crazy. Over 1,000 candles, the algorithm makes you 19%. Uh, buying and holding makes you 14%. You have 29 positions. 28% of those are wins. Your average win is 12%. You're just coming off. Uh, if you would have bought in the sep- September range when the algorithm said buy and you had a bunch of gaps up here, you'd have paid $50 for this. The algorithm got you out with a 30% gain, but then you got you right back in at 64 here and you've got an even bigger gain. That 30% gain was at 66. So you've gotten another 20% gain on this one. But you're, you're up almost 50%. Um, uh, you know, almost 50% on this one. Well, I should say over 50%. Uh, 50 to 70 to, to 80. You're over, up over 50%. And that's just in a span of four months. That's been crazy, crazy good. Um, spy, at, at, by the way, um, at some point we have to pull back. Um, it just makes sense. We've been on this run ever since the lows of October where you're at 368. I mean, you've gone all, all the way up to 404. Yesterday, you closed at 4,000, uh, which was a barrier. Um, today, you're kind of moving all over the place. You're up 0.21%. It's kind of been bouncing. Uh, it, the, the market just wants good news. That, it really wants to think, hey, we're in a good place. Get ready because if we are in a good place, I can guarantee you the, um, the Fed will tell you, well, we're in too good of a place. <laughs> so we do have some cross-ups. The first one I want to talk about is one that I regret not buying, Costco. It's at 490. It crossed up here at 458. This is a secondary cross-up. You have your ex-dividend date coming up on February 2nd. This is in our core portfolio, and this is one that I should have added at 450. You do have this gap, and this is what gives me hope that we're coming back down. You have this gap between 453 and 461. My fear, my absolute fear, is that between now, January 24th, and earnings on March 2nd, that for some reason they announce some type of membership increase. If they announce some type of membership increase, this stock will be back over 500. Uh, and I, I continue to say under 500, buy it over 500, just sell it or hold on to it. It is expensive. The PE is 37. It's got a super small dividend at 0.73. Year to date, it's up 7%. You're right in the middle of the 52-week range, 406, 612. You're 20% above the low, 20% below the high. You're right in the middle. So I don't blame you if you want to buy it at 488, add to it, 485, um, you know, on the way down. What gives me hope 
is that we're going to fill this gap here between 461 and 455. 461, I'd probably start adding to it. Another one in our core portfolio, with cross, which crossed up, Simon Property Group. I love this one. I love these malls. Simon Property Malls, I love the malls. Um, this is a secondary cross-up. We had this initial one at 117. Again, going back to the September, October lows, this was a $91 stock. You're up, what, 30% if you just kind of held that one? Now, you, it did, the algorithm got you out on December 9th with the 28% gain, um, but you've since moved up. So hopefully you just add that one. This one has a great dividend. I think it's 5%. Um, this one and SKT, uh, the, yeah, Simon Property Group has 5.76%. SKT is Tanger. If you go to other outlets, this is a 4% dividend and the PE is less. They do have difference in compensation for tenants. Um, Tanger uh, includes, they basically get... Um, a portion of the sales. Uh, Simon just charges flat out rent, but uh, Tanger has crossed up as well. Now, I just like Simon Property Group better. I, I think they make a better um, uh, property property management group. Now Venom or, or Viper, uh, V N O M is one. Uh, it crossed up as well. It's a secondary cross up. You had the initial cross up here back on January 9th at thirty one forty. I do think at thirty two. You could probably get 36 out of this one, 35, 36. Their earnings are coming up on February 21st with the uh, the rest of the uh, energy sector. Now, Chevron, we have their earnings on um, Friday. Um, so tomorrow, by the way, we have American Airlines. We have Valero Energy, VLO, which we can take a look at. Let's see what VLO is going into because they're similar to Venom or Viper. Um, they were caught up in this. Uh, they, they do have confirmation. 127 was the buy-in. You're at 143. You have quite a run on this one. Um, it's super high going into energy and in, into their earnings tomorrow. So I would expect this one probably to pump up to about 150 or so. Um, just because look at those tops. You have 18%. Uh, you have 24%. This is one that makes you 99% in the algorithm with just buying and selling. Uh, Buying and holding makes you 153%. That's the energy sector for you. You win 54% of the time. Uh, this 127, great buy. Uh, today's a secondary, you know, it could be a secondary cross up here, but you're heading into earnings tomorrow. So, but uh, VNOM is the one with the cross up. Sorry, not Valero. VNOM, we were just looking at Valero because they report tomorrow. Uh, it could be a pop for the entire energy sector if they, if they, announce some earnings. Um, some of our uh, levered ETFs crossed up. UM, you marry Dr. Dr. UMDD. Um, this is one that crossed up. It's a secondary cross up. It's a mid cap 400 uh, levered. This is the, the cross up here was at 17. You're $20. It's a nice 20% gain right there. Um, but it's a secondary cross up. The RSI is a little high, so I'd probably wait for that one. URTY, which is the Russell 2000 ultra levered. This one had a buy-in here at 37 and you're trading at 45. Nice 20% gain on that one as well. Um, still has out, uh, confirmation. It's a secondary cross up. So you could be looking at, at kind of an inverse head and shoulders here. 
uh, I'm sorry, a head and shoulders pattern. Here's the shoulder. Here's the head. Here's the shoulder. Eh, could be looking at that. Um, but uh, URTY, another one that had a Vanguard. Um, this is the mid-cap Vanguard, VO. 205 was the buy-in. This one with the algorithm, you make 6%. With the uh, actual buying and holding, you make 3.51%. Um, so it's just a steady. I, I wouldn't say that this is one that you trade. You win 48% of the time, 27 positions. Your average win is 3%. It's probably just a good one to buy and hold. Um, you know, these, are, these I use as, uh, hey, is it a good time to enter? VB. This is a secondary cross-up as well. The RSI is a little high. The algorithm got you in at 184. It's at 196 right now. This is a small cap ETF. So, uh, and that's VB. VB. One that I was debating if I would bring up at all is Beyond Meat. And Beyond Meat is just a, <laughs> um, it's a hype play in that I think um, artificial meat is not, you know, it's getting its due. Um, it's expensive to create. It's, it hasn't found its, you know, uh, place in society yet. Uh, they don't know how to sell it. A lot of people just don't know, you know, again, you're better off just buying kind of regular meat, eating lean meats like fish, some chicken, you know, maybe not red meat. The burgers are good. I have them in my freezer. I have impossible burgers. I don't have beyond meat burgers. But they're interchangeable. I don't think they taste any different. But this is a secondary cross-up. And the reason I bring it up is because I do think that you have a reverse head and shoulders here. So you have this little shoulder. You have the head. Or I'm sorry, here's the shoulder. Here's the head. And then you have a little shoulder here, which could be a spurt up. Um, again, you don't have to go far. 16 to $20. It, 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 that would be a big, big move of 20%. Um, so I, I bring it up just because it's crossed its 200-day. The last time it had the golden cross, and then it had the death cross right after it. it had a golden cross here at uh, August 11th. It was selling about $34. It, only, it just kept going down with the golden cross. I mean, it didn't even go up. Um, so I, I, I just think it's a broken, broken stock. I'm not hugely interested in it. Uh, eBay is an interesting one because this... This has been on a complete tear with Shopify, with Snowflakes, with Roblox, um, all of those that are in uh, some of the daily stock. I don't have this in the core portfolio, and I maybe should after looking at it. It's been on a just a complete tear. The algorithm got you in December 29th at $41. Today you're at $47.19, and you still have confirmation. Now at $47, you could probably go up to 50, um, you know, from here if we continue this bull run. You know, again, the, the, the S&P doesn't like to be at 4,000. But you can see right here, the, uh, this little dip down, it kind of used the Bollinger Bands, used the 200-day um, the to bounce off of. Well, your Bollinger Bands are all above the 200-day right now. And the only other time that it did that, it was back in November where it hit 46, and then it just completely slid down from here. So you have to decide, okay, is eBay going to continue? They, they don't have a bad business. Um, uh, it's 
not making money, but its forward PE is 11. It's got a 1.85% dividend. You're 22% below your 52-week high of 60. And you're getting out of those crazy valuations that we were really in 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 2021 because you're in 2023 now. So the 52 weeks are coming back down as you know maybe realistic um, expectations. Uh, I don't think 60 is in the cards. I do think that 50 could be in the cards on this one. Uh, performance year to date, you're up 15%. So the choice is, did we already hit it? Is this second cross up a, a, a spur into earnings, which come up on February 22nd? The MACD is a little bit high. The RSI is high. Um, but again, if you're looking long-term, I just think that eBay, when you look at it from a weekly standpoint um, here, uh, you're back down to kind of where you were right after the pandemic. Uh, and you have a, a good enough volume shelf that your bottom is probably 41. So uh, you haven't reached your 200 day on the weekly yet. So you still have a good way to go to get up to your, your highs of 74, 77. Um, so I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, if you have any questions, um, we're in a short squeeze situation right now where you're looking at probably several of these stocks being good short-term uh, bets. And that's all they are is bets. GNS, uh, INBS, uh, FFIE, uh, Mullen, HLBC, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, all of them uh, are probably decent bets. So don't throw the, the, the house, the, the, the mortgage money at it. Um, but, you know, take 50 bucks. Maybe you make 50 bucks. Maybe it pays for your lunch next week. You know, it's probably not a bad bet. Uh, crypto, Mara, is back up at $9.04. Um, this one has just been a monster. Um, I think that one is, is probably a decent bet at this point. Um, because when we look at it, it's just reached its 200 day. Uh, last time it re every time it reaches its 200 day, it goes up a little bit more from like 14 to $17, which again is a, a 10% gain. So you've reached your 200 day and then here from 11 to 14, uh, the last time here from 10 to 13, from 10 to 15. So it's not out of the question that you go from 9 up to 15 or 11. You know, just 9 to 11 is a great gain. So pick your bet. In my mind, I think Mara's a better bet than some of these short squeezes because Mara's just betting on the crypto stuff. But make no mistake, there is a chance next week that the Fed says, you know what, 25 basis point isn't enough. We're still seeing some betting in the market. We're seeing crypto creep up. Let's go 50 basis points. See what happens. But there is a chance that they break something in the economy. So at some point, they're going to halt and, and you'll see the stock market just tear up. I think you'll go from 4,400 on the um, SPY up to 440, which is a great move. Um, and if you can time it that way, great. But I think at some point, you get back down to about 37, 370. Uh, on spy. So uh, be careful. Uh, again, I, my thing is um, don't always take profits in some of the names that you want long-term. Make sure that you've got things that are uh, identified as long-term and you, you make good, uh, sound decisions on when to get in. Don't freak out. Look at the weekly charts. Look at the monthly charts. 
look at the daily charts. Decide what kind of investment you want to make. Uh, and stick, make a plan and stick to it. Okay, I am done. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll see uh, some of our uh, earnings uh, plays tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to Chevron on Friday, to be honest with you. Uh, but Microsoft today after the bell, that'll be big. That'll be real big. Uh, I think that'll give a good, good indication as to whether you get back into some of the tech stocks. Okay, take care. See ya.